Do you ever feel like you're always on? What do you do when you need a moment to chill? How would you like to hit the reset button to get ready for what's next? These days, everything is go, go, go. It's nothing but nonstop hustle all the time. Sometimes you just need a moment to turn off and hit reset, and that's when you can reach for Coors Light. It's made to chill. Look, it's summertime. Transfer window is coming up. It's gonna get crazy. So if you ever just wanna, again, take a step back and relax, read the transfer rounds, read the gossip rumors, grab a Coors Light. It'll be perfect companion for all those transfer merry-go-rounds. There's only one beer out there that's literally made to chill, and that's Coors Light. The mountains on the bottles and cans even turn blue when the beer is cold. That way you always know when it's time to chill. When you need to hit reset, just open a Coors Light. It's mountain cold refreshment made to chill. Now that it's finally hot in Minnesota, I'm gonna be looking for an easy beer to drink, and Coors Light is perfect for that. It's lagered, it's cold filtered, and it's cold packaged. It's, again, made to chill. It's crisp and refreshing as the Colorado Rockies perfect for a moment to unwind and so when you want to hit reset reach for the beer that's made to chill get coors light in the new look delivered straight to your door with drizzly or instacart coors brewing company golden colorado and as always celebrate all right so you're listening to this podcast right now london is blue and guess what we host our podcast on anchor.fm that's right if you're looking to host your own podcast this is the easiest free way to get started. This has got a content creation tool allows you to record and the podcast right from a phone. That's right, don't even need a computer, but you can do it there too. They'll also help you distribute it, which is probably the most challenging part. You don't want to have to mess with that. They got you covered. You can get it right on a Spotify and Apple Podcasts as well as any other place podcasts are found. And you know what? You can monetize it too. Make a little cash for sharing your great content with the world. It's everything you need to make a podcast all in one individual place. So you know what? Head over to your app store, download the Anchor app, or head to anchor.fm to get started if you're ready to launch your podcast and make it happen. This is Cesar Pliqueta. This is William. This is Ali Riley. Hi, this is Ruben Loftus-Cheek, and you're listening to the London is Blue podcast. Welcome back, Chelsea fans, to another episode of the London is Blue podcast, your home for all things Chelsea FC. Nick, Dan, and I cover all of Chelsea's latest matches, team news, and even throw you some exclusive interviews. Thank you for being an awesome listener. And with no further delay, let's jump right in. And welcome back, Chelsea fans, to our fourth episode, I'm told, of our summer series. Uh, We are... Officially, I'm told. I'm told. I mean, like, hey, I've I've rarely been around, but uh, I'm not the, the librarian, Nick. All right, the, this. the hamsters in the wheel over here tell me it's the uh, the fourth episode this season. So that's why I keep cool. you guys around. So here we are. Anyways, we're we're excited to continue. Uh, the post Frank Lampard dust has started to settle. I don't think it's all the way there as we're in preseason, um, but here we are uh, covering our first preseason match under frank's leadership super excited to jump into this it's going to be a little bit different obviously because of the number of players uh that played today but let's go ahead and get through our normal business as usual uh mike dan nick joining me welcome back gentlemen kicking it off dan we have even more itunes reviews the summer slumber not for our audio listeners they are still kicking strong no, no days off for these listeners. We had Viper or Vipe 3 with the 
indication that he's brand new to watching the Premier League, back in the Blues, and has been getting up to speed, much like Frank on the players, with a little bit of time with the podcast. So it's been really great. We had uh, K-Firm giving us a little love, too, talking about how we also drink great whiskey and great coffee. So clearly he's talking about Nick well and myself. Yep. And then Justin requesting a special shout-out in his iTunes review, saying that he would like Nick to say the word... Kalamazoo, Michigan. Yeah. B, B right. plus, B plus on what? The execution. What, yeah, what could maybe. I have done better? To everyone, tell me. Get... I mean, there's not enough. Where's O's. the gravel? Kalamazoo, yeah, the... Michigan. There you go. A little little 1960s little deep, broadcast. Deep. All right. Yeah. What's up, uh, Justin? Nice. Well done. And then we do have some more Patreon people that have joined the show this summer. Uh, absolutely fun to having them. Only problem is, for some reason, they went Dan to give them a shout out. So Ugh, that gross. Yeah, well, that is that's perfectly fine, and I'm happy to welcome both Jerry and Kyle into the family of London's Blue Podcast Patreon members. So thank you for that. And uh, again, we had some great match day chatter on our Discord server today, which is one of the reward tiers. So uh, come in, the water's fine. Join us and uh, have a little summer fun. Absolutely. Uh, Mike can probably tell you from firsthand experience why Discord was a savior when the app was absolutely <laughs> not working. Yeah, it's not great. I ended up um, I ended up <laughs> spending $13 to uh, put it on my, my work computer, which is awesome because I'll most likely need to watch on the app now. So more money. How, but. how many times did you pay? I think twice. But that's all right. <laughs> they hosed you. Wait, they what credit card company you. do you use? Because there should have been like a fraud signal at some point. <laughs> oh, yeah. You yeah. keep paying this company over and over, and you're not getting anything in return, sir. We were warning you. And then they let everyone have it for free. <laughs> yeah, well, they, well to be fair, they <laughs> yeah. did also say that they're issuing refunds to anybody who purchased it. So Check your credit card statements, ladies and gentlemen. Checks in the mail. <laughs> All right. Well, our first preseason opponent was Bohemian, in all caps. Uh, it was the preseason competition in Dublin, Ireland. Uh, score lines, 1-1. One, one. Score predictions. Is it not Bohemians? You know, potentially. I'm, I'm sorry. I'm not going to uh, check that one. I think it's uh, Bohemians, fellas. Match predictions. They're... So this is a thing for all of you out there that would like to see. Um, nailed it. pretty. What, three nailed to one, Killed me. It. Crushed Four nothing it. Dan, five one Nick, and eight nothing Mike. Um, Mike, you can hold the L on that one, big guy. That was what were you thinking? <laughs> oh, I mean, you look at the scoreline. It's it's. Uh, right oh, I did. There. Yep, right there. Okay. <laughs> I was for, feeling for, optimistic. Yeah, for radio, I'm gonna go ahead and need you to explain what you just did. Yeah, I held up a Lampard kit. Okay, the so, old eight nothing. So. Uh, okay. So. He's, and, and hey, funny enough, he took the L, the first letter on the name of that kit, also an L. Well done. Well <laughs> wow. done, Michael. Oh, wow. The story That's goes deeper. So bad. This is what we get for being optimists, though, right? <sighs> yes. It's yes. the last time this year. It's the first game. It's the last time. One once from here on out. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. Nick, are you now the, the team optimist all of a sudden, Mr. We're going to finish seventh? <laughs> <laughs> sure. You know, that's. I'm in charge of morale. Everybody hey, look, knows that. <laughs> I keep us loose. You know? All look, right. If Wolves are picking up Diego Costa, like that might actually push us down to like eighth. So in, in Nick's saying. projection. Well, and you a- see West Ham made a bid for Iguain. <laughs> Good luck with that. Super. At least they won't finish in front of us. Oh, man. 
Um, all right, so before we get into the actual lineups, Nick, we have a super exciting contest to announce, and we wanted to bury it in here so that no one skipped it and missed it. Exactly. So uh, I'm sure a lot of you guys have heard of, of Talisman Caps. They produce like really high-quality uh, wool and or canvas uh, headwear. They have a few different Chelsea FC options, and we've been talking to them for a little while to, to get something going, and, and I'm really excited to announce that we've partnered with them for the next couple of months leading up to uh, the start of the Premier League. So we are really excited to uh, be running a social giveaway uh, on Instagram and Twitter uh, over the next, let's just call it the next seven to 10 days. There's no firm time uh, commitment on that. Uh, so what you'll want to do is go to those channels, follow the instructions, but just to give you a little preview for those who actually do their diligence and listen to the show, uh, you're going to want to tag three friends. You're going to want to follow Talisman and us if you don't already, and then uh, comment. So there's, there's like three steps here. You've got to tag three friends, you got to follow, and then you've got to comment uh, on which Chelsea or uh, so which Chelsea youth or loan product you are excited about seeing back at the club this season. So I'm sure we're going to get a lot of different responses there. We're really excited about uh, the, the direction that the uh, the youth development program seems to be going in under Frank. So we thought that would be a really great thing. And uh, we recommend going to check out Talisman. Just go search Talisman Caps. They have all sorts of really great stuff. They're awesome. Uh, we will have more, more to come with them. Hopefully even some uh, custom collabs there, Brandon. But uh, starting when you listen to this podcast, it will be up. Thursday morning, uh, and we'll be good to go. Absolutely, and and this is so cool. Um, it's lifestyle apparel, right? Like this isn't this isn't a typical kit. Uh, I'm sure you'll see uh, and recognize a lot of their stuff. So again, go check out our social media channels. If you don't have social media, <laughs> Eric, uh, just email us, and I can send you a link, and you can make a burner account. You know, don't let the girlfriend know. It's fine. Shouldn't but, we also mention that uh, if you're making your first purchase, if you decide you can't wait, you also can use the code London Blue for 10% off your first order of $35 or more, which is basically the price of a hat. So save yeah. something that way. Nice. That's awesome. Yeah, we're super excited about this. Um, and you'll get some photos with us wearing the stuff because, I mean, we're customers of them as well. Um, so that's where we're at. But back to the match. Uh, we're going to do a little something different. Dan wants to give this a shot. So I'm, I'm putting this on him. If it fails, his bad. If it's successful, then it was a team effort. That's usually how we do it here. <laughs> so it's called three up, three down. And that's specifically for the preseason because if you missed it, Lampard played 11 players in the first half and a completely different 11 players in the second half. So uh, we'll go ahead and do first half lineup. There was a little bit of confusion about this, Dan. Would you? I believe it was a four-two-three-one, though. That was what the general consensus was. I think okay. there was even some concern that there might be, or there might be some three-four-three action before the. Yeah, you know, we actually got to see the lineup end up on the pitch. But Lily Caballero starts in goal. We saw Dujon, Sterling, and Kennedy in the uh, right and left back situation. He's back, baby. He's back. <laughs> Let's go. Yes. Oh, um, you know, he went from uh, starring in Diego Costa's Instagram videos to Newcastle, and now he's back. Um, you also had Azpilicueta as a center back next to uh, Gahi. 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 Um, Daniel Drinkwater, back. He's Ethan back, Ampadu. baby. Let's go. Come also on. Also back and healthy. 
you saw uh, Pedro Gallagher and Palmer, and then also Mishi, the Batsman, Bashwai up top as the number nine. So, yeah. Uh, second half, though, right, Mike? We had a completely different 11. And now this time, I believe we were sat in a 4-3-3. That is correct. So uh, young goalkeeper coming in, uh, in the net. And we also had um, returning veteran Zappacosta, Chaloba. Uh, we welcome back Kurt Duma at the center back role. Uh, Matson, uh, little Billy Gilmore, um, Bakioko, Baker, Paisan, Ugbo, and Brown. Captain Zuma to you, sir. Captain Zuma. It's is good to see Happy back out there. Uh, so, look, while we're doing this, is three up, three down, right? Who were the three players that impressed you? Who were the three players that didn't impress you? And what we want to do here, Nick, right, is just kind of compare who were the ups, who were the downs, because so many people played, and it's not really a competitive match for obvious reasons. So, it's all about, uh, you know, Frank said, it's a clean slate for everyone. He wants to give everyone a chance to impress. And so that's what we're going to do is, is kind of run through that. So uh, let's go ahead and start with the positives and give us your top three players in no particular order that you thought impressed the most in this match. Um, so, uh, you know, Bats got the goal, Mishi back. And uh, minutes for Mishi paid off yet again with another poacher's effort um kind of a deflected ball in the box and and really lashed it home played super strong really liked uh, what i saw from him in the first half so that was good could have had another one if not for a, a really solid save from uh bohemian's goalkeeper uh let's just call him goalkeeper one um amps ampadu everyone knows my love for ethan ampadu um seeing him in midfield was really encouraging guys like i really I was kind of wondering what what Lampard was going to do with a, a guy of his many different skills, and I like, you know, I'm happy to see him hard tackling in the midfield. Uh, has a little bit of work to do, but uh, I think overall looked good. And then uh, Captain Aspi uh, as a center back, it is Bohemians, but uh, calm, cool, collected. Um, nothing wrong with his performance today either. Interesting, uh, Aspi in a center back role. Uh, so I kind of looked through this list, and there's one name between Dan and Mike. Um, that is standing out because I had the exact same as Nick. So that's boring. We don't need to go through me. I'm interested. Mike, you put Gilmore on here twice. Gilmore, Gilmore. <laughs> Gilmore, Gilmore, Gilmore. Yeah, and, and Bats. I, I don't know. I, watching him play, he was electric. Um, I, I don't know. I, I just I gravitated to him. I, it, it reminds me a bit of, I don't know how many people watch uh, hockey, but Ovechkin is the kind of player that you, you want to stand up when he gets on the the puck and Gilmore just he just burst into the scene and and it was an injection of of life and creativity and and I'm I see all the hype. I mean, we've heard about him from friends for a while um and to see it in person with with the big boys um he's going to be a hell of a player uh, and I, I'm super excited. If only uh, if I he, could understand him. Oh, well, here's the thing. If he got to play with the big boys, he wouldn't be playing with uh, Zappa Costa <laughs> on, the, on the pitch Let's, at the same time. Oh, hey, he's you a full-grown nice. man, Dan, all right? Yeah. My my original list was Zappa Costa three times, so I don't know what you guys are talking that. about. Uh, I would like to put an honorable mention in here uh, to the fifth standout. 
uh, for saying <laughs> goal, 89th minute. Trialist B scores to make it Bohemians <laughs> 1, Chelsea 1. Like, where are you at in your career that... that <laughs> Trialist, Trialist B will get call- signed, FYI. That's going to happen for him. Oh, my yeah, That was gosh. like some straight-up FIFA stuff, like when, you, when you're signing <laughs> random Like players. a regen? <laughs> yeah. You're, you're, like... He's not even a person at this point, poor guy. Uh, well, that was interesting, uh, push notification. Well, um, well here, here's like, you know, if we're going to just maybe offer one additional commentary beyond Ampadu or Mishi or Gilmore, I think Connor Gallagher would be the one that fell like just below the line. I thought he was really impressive in the first half. Uh, not always super tidy with the ball, but winning it back pretty convincingly most times and still pressing forward with, uh, with quite strength. Yeah, uh, right. I I would also say, and I, I don't mean this as a joke, Drinkwater was trying so hard today, like, and and I don't think he played particularly well by doing it, but like you could see, I think if there was any player who is like thanking his lucky stars, there's a clean slate right now. It is Danny Drinkwater, and look, man, like all you can do is is try your hardest, and I, you know, again, I don't think it's going to be good enough this year, but like. At least it's good to see that he went out there to, to try and make a point. Um, so uh, credit to him. I know I know we we poke some fun at his expense, but I mean honestly, good to see. There's uh, literally I'm, I'm sure nobody. He's not crying too much because he still collects a massive paycheck every week. Nick, there's literally nobody more in shit or like fresh than Drinkwater. Literally did not play last well rested. season. <laughs> he was ready. He's ready to go. Imagine yeah, all that pent up yeah. energy. I'm surprised he didn't just go out and two foot someone because he didn't know it. He just hadn't played so long. He's just getting hugs from David Louise. Like, he's ready to go, man. Uh, well, and, we'll uh, see. Look, I mean, yeah, his social media gig might be up. He might actually have to lace up the boots this season and <laughs> put in the effort. Um, him and Mishi. Holy hell, man. Yeah. Well, yeah. All right. Um, well, let's go ahead and flip it and reverse it to the downs, the, the not-so-goods, the, the more exciting and the fun conversation because we all kind of agreed on the ups. And, again, it, it's in a very small taste test a small sample but on the downside this is where it's going to get fun because dan was completely wrong with his pick so i'll let him go first completely wrong yeah um that that's inaccurate but i appreciate the setup so i think kennedy wrong playing playing in any capacity like he's not gonna be a starter for this team and i don't think necessarily he would even be a sub either breaking you, news but are you sure <laughs> or i mean you don't need him at left back so i think that's what sucks but you don't we don't have depth in the wing without Callum. i mean he could provide a a, a good attacking option out wide just the thought yeah maybe. but anyways we're talking uh, about today so go ahead he played outside back which he doesn't have a, a chance at doing so yeah, continue yeah. your next person it's not good um and i would say uh, mr izzy brown did not have a stellar half. I know that we were kind of chatting during the match through our text thread, and Nick definitely highlighted they had a bright start and faded quite quickly. It's like the sparklers on 4th of July. Um, you know, it's just a you minute gotta, of fun, and then you're done. Um, dude, he, he hasn't played in, in like six months. Yeah, But, I hey, mean, I, I, again. I, I understand that. But what, what I was more concerned about was the fact that he lost the ball so regularly in the as that – second half trails on like not that like he wasn't explosive not that he didn't you know challenge or kind of get in position to shake off a defender but what he wasn't doing was retaining the ball in what i would consider the final third where you'd like to hope that he could keep the ball retention at a very high rate 
and and again, this is good to compare because he had to compete at the level that the people around him were, and so that's kind of what we're judging on. Um, and go ahead and throw your last one in so we can pick it apart and uh, choose some I, others. I, Bakioko is still giving the ball away. <sighs> it was it was disappointing. I, I think yeah, we obviously have read and saw a little bit of what he did at AC Milan last year. Obviously, they don't pick up his option because they. <laughs> Uh, couldn't get into the Champions League, so that puts us in a position where we now have Bakayoko, who apparently PSG want and Man United want. And I think uh, one of our uh, good friends, Mark Worrell, tweeted that if Marina could get $50 million for him after that performance, that uh, she would essentially be better than Wonder Woman. And it, was, it wasn't great. You know, He definitely was, again, much like Drinkwater, trying, but ball retention was, was an opportunity and, and not kind of always using his space effectively. He, he got unlucky, though. I mean, like, he, he should have had a goal. And I think, you know, who who knows what happens if he if he knocks one of those things in. I mean, it, it wasn't good, though. He was my number one, just to kind of transition in there. Like, I, I expected a guy of his size and stature against a pub team to really just go and dominate, take the ball off people, drive the ball forward. Uh, he had plenty of protection behind him, you know, I, I just expected him to play better, and and you know, I, I my expectations of him and Zuma and Espilicueta and the guys who are established, you know, Premier League players, are different than the Izzy Browns of the world, um, you know, who again started strong but but fizzled. Uh, the one I was kind of I put on my list that everyone's going to hate me for, is, I don't think Zuma had that great of a game. And I know he looks big and he's strong and he's great in the air and everyone loves him. I, I think he was somewhat at fault for the goal being given up. And frankly, like, I don't know, man, it's Bohemians. Like, yikes. Okay, interesting. I think, you know, there obviously is some, some perspective. I would say that I'm assuming we're not saying, all right, anyone on our down list should be sold or loaned out like they're done for. It's just a, a comparison. I think that's kind of interesting because um, you guys have started to pick out, you have different expectations for different people, right? You talk about Bakayoko who had, uh, you know, for all, you know, for every, you know, all considerations had a really good season at Milan. Zuma, really good season at Everton. You expect them to come back and raise the level of the players around them, especially when they're playing with people, um, you know, like Izzy Brown, Lewis Baker, uh, Billy Gilmore, things like that. And we just didn't really see it which i don't know i mean it's kind of interesting mike and i think that's where you get the you know they're different formations so you have senior people playing with non-senior people it's a really weird mix in preseason but it's what frank has to do to decide who he has so um, i'm really interested to hear on who you think had the worst day out on the pitch yeah, you know, my overall thought is that this is a glorified scrimmage, you know, tr- trying, to, you know, I, I know we're grading um, and, and I, I didn't mark anyone down just because one, you know, you only have three senior team members play really and, and the rest of them are younger kids trying to impress and just, again, it's a hodgepodge of people playing together. Um, you know, everyone's coming back from either extended vacations or, or anything else like that. And you're, you know, Bohemians, granted, they're not a great team, but they have played t- their 24 games into the season. So they're fit. And I think that's what we saw. You know, they were able to run. And um, overall, I, I think it's disappointing to see some of these guys not just crush it against lesser op- opposition. And I would agree, you know, the, the hope is that, 
you know, Bakioko and 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 drink water would rise above it. But you know, I still have hope that they can actually uh, transition into it. And again, you know, Frank himself said this is all about fitness. These are about getting guys into game shape. And I don't know. I think um, my downs today were apps. Uh, conceding late goals and uh, you know honestly another preseason um, that's outside of the U.S. Um, that's disappointing and you know I know that things are tough but you see so many of the other big uh, six clubs here every single summer so I am very much looking forward to Chelsea being back in the States. So you know it's interesting I would agree that if we had kept Mauricio sorry I would be disappointed that we didn't come back to the U.S. because obviously we're trying right. to establish a fan base here but with the transition in mind, with the fact that Lampard has to get as many games possible, oh, yeah. like being able to be centrally located, to not have to travel potentially as much, you know, they can kind of yeah. encamp in Ireland for a little bit. They can go to Japan for the one match. They can come back and they can really limit the travel just a touch. I think that is going to set us up for further success. So I like, I agree greedily. Like I would love oh, for them for sure. to be back this summer. Like it makes more sense to me. Like, organizationally that this was probably the right path forward and probably indicated the club had some idea that this might happen overall it was i think there's a, just a ton of excitement for chelsea to be playing under frank lampard hey, look lee parker pitch side talking to petter check before the match and it's all it's just so crazy for us right to like see and think and um it's a new era, right? And it's here. There's so much anticipation ever since Frank was announced last week. And then you've you've got, you know, a lot of senior players returning. Um, it, it It's going to shape up. This squad is going to, you know, come back to to its full look. And, and you're going to see a lot of players coming. Obviously, we are most excited about Christian coming back and, and joining the team for the first time. I mean, how exciting is that for for our American audience and American fans. Um, but look, it's the first step in a long process. So uh, we didn't want hey, to spend... Brandon? Yeah? Are you, are you sidestepping giving your three? Oh, no. Hmm. I'm not I'm not at all. Drinkwater, Izzy Brown, and Lewis Baker. You know, again, the last two guys, it's nothing Baker personal. Baker didn't play that bad. What are you talking about? I mean, I yeah, was... Yeah, I, I, I disagree heartily with that one. Well, that's fine. I'm just telling you, <laughs> to my standards and my hopes, that's what I'm thought. I already told you you're wrong about yours so it's fair that you <laughs> give it back i understand um i was just for simplicity's sake dan didn't want to get into it but it is what it is at me if you want that's fine i just i, I need you on the record that's you know? fair we that's need fair. brandon gonna, on the record i'm gonna go at you right now actually i'm gonna just go send you a quick tweet <laughs> let's do it anyways um but look it's the first preseason and i was i was excited right like normally preseason games are kind of whatever like I think a lot of us, you guys included, were actually excited to see Chelsea play for the first time, see Frank walk out on that touchline um, and have the supporting cast around him that he does. There's just, um, you know, the, the match is almost secondary just to the Chelsea being back. And I didn't see any Frank Lampard out hashtag. So, guys, we're doing it. We're getting the band back together. Fans can be friends again. That's what it's all about. So I just want to... <laughs> Pre- send you this quick pre- quick text pre- appreciate that yeah. it's a tweet not a text hashtag keep brandon honest all right yeah. well anyways uh let's go ahead and, and wrap this one up uh let's go around the horn though do quick um you know last thought whether it's about the match or chelsea or preseason in general 
uh, and then we'll get ready for the next one because there's not a lot of downtime between these matches, guys. So, uh, Dan, go ahead and uh, we'll let you go first. So wrong. The Whatever Chelsea you're gonna women. say, you're wrong. <laughs> okay, well, you're gonna be very wrong. unfortunate with what you're saying. Uh, Chelsea women are gonna be doing a match at Stamford Bridge versus Tottenham. Hell there yeah! Are tickets available, but they are going fast. Brandon clearly not supporting women's football, not wow, supporting equal classic. pay, not supporting the Chelsea women in their quest to beat Tottenham at Stamford Bridge. But you. If you're able, it should go get a free ticket to take that in because that's going to be a massive day out, and I'm sure it will be just as electric as when the men's team plays. Yeah, there's there's quite a few women's teams doing that uh, at the beginning of the season. I think that's really, really exciting uh, for them to do. And I'm on the record on social media supporting the Women's World Cup, so there's that, Dan. Anyways, Mike, I want to <laughs> hear from you, you big bearded goon guy. <laughs> no, you know. That went well. Yeah. I'm sensing um, transitions. Yeah, Yay. yeah, nice. Uh, I think that overall, just preaching patience, um, and you know, it's not great to give up a goal like that and and tie a, a lower level team, but um, it's gonna be a long season. But I believe in Frank and and um, his staff, and I'm just looking forward to it, man. What other option do you have besides give the man some time and see what he can do? Uh, all right, Nick. Nick, uh, Nick, a, a couple, a couple of final things here. A couple, uh, a couple. Uh, U.S. women won the World Cup, and I am hell yeah overjoyed uh, at this, and I'm overjoyed at how they've conducted themselves. And I know that's maybe just me being an American, but I think they're they're just wonderful. Um, the the second point was that that women's tournament as a whole, I think. You know, to Dan's earlier point about the Chelsea women, I think this is probably as close to a watershed moment as we can get in uh, in women's football. And so, I you know I'm excited about all the investment. I'm excited about um, everything that's happening with the women's game. We are going to try and do more women's team coverage this year. Um, you know, it may not be every show, but we're going to try and do as as much as we can. We had a blast when we got to go see the. Uh, the women play at Kings Meadow. So um, if you have interest in that, tweet at us. We're, we're excited to kind of test out what that looks like. And uh, and yeah, just uh, go women. Go. All right. Well, yes, the women were absolutely fantastic. Uh, and I think it's just going to raise the profile of women's football. Dan, you're talking about the home matches and the, um, and I would say the, the, the main stadium of the clubs. I don't want to call it the men's stadium. Um, so that way we can, and you don't have to, you know, differentiate, but, um, look, it's so much excitement to be, to be back watching Chelsea. Uh, and guys, this is, this is our sixth season doing this. So in podcast Ooh. years, that's a lot. We're, we're old when it comes to podcasting, uh, but it's super exciting. And so we're going to bring a lot of new stuff at you this season. Uh, we're going to keep things fresh. It's not going to be the same old content like last season, uh, we're really hoping to up our game. We're more excited than ever to be doing the podcast. Uh, we're more excited to engage with everyone, um, you know, outside of the podcast in every single way we can. We love doing this podcast and for free and getting it out to everyone that we possibly can. Again, we're just here to build the biggest and, and best uh, Chelsea community, and it all starts with all of you out there. So again, just a huge thank you for everything that you've given us over the years in terms of support and listens and, and tweets and emails. So uh, we thank you so much, and onwards and upwards 
uh, to season six. But one thing that we will never change is, is the outro. I can, I can promise you that. So until next time, Chelsea fans, you know what to do. Keep the blue flag flying high.